Billy, the kid, the biggest, keenest, youngest juggernaut in real estate. His questions coming up soon for you. You're going to love him. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Bergio, Billy and Mark Novak, episode 377. Uh, questions from Billy to the pros, fresh to real estate. Good morning, Billy. Good morning, Mark and Burge. Thanks for having me on the show. Very happy to be here. <laughs> and Mel, hope you're well. Hope you had a good Valentine's, which was yesterday, I believe. Happy Valentine's, everyone. <laughs> yeah. What's doing, Mark? Uh, I'm 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 pretty keen to talk to Billy about uh, about his his experience just to bring everything into perspective for people that are watching. Um, he's been an agent for a very 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 long time. My I have and, and Michael, uh, not as long, but uh, he reminds me of that. I'm very old. Um, yeah, but very Billy's old. come in <laughs> very old. Billy, when did you start working at Novak? How old I were you? At the ripe age of sixteen. Yeah, even legal. <laughs> yeah, uh, but and, um, fresh out of school. Time. So, out of the gates. So you made a decision, uh, sort of midway through year twelve, that you're going to be a, a real estate agent. That's right. And um, how's it going? Yeah, I'm loving it. Um, Stokes. I think it was the best decision I've made as of yet to uh, scrap the uni idea for now, for now and um, pursue this idea of real estate. So uh, no regrets. What did your parents say to that, leaving uni? They, they backed it. They weren't too keen on me um, you know, going into something I wasn't 100% about. So they're glad I'm just committing to something that I'm enjoying. That's good. Because that's the big thing. Like You don't want to do anything half half I know I had similar... Uh, most people in my family had gone to uni, got degrees. I started, but I hated it. For some reason, I thought if I hated school, for whatever reason, I'd love uni. But no, it doesn't work out that way. So um, unlike me, Billy saved a year of tuition. (laughs) Well, that's right. And also you're not earning money through that period as well. Yeah, it's true. Pay to learn. No, it's huge. Andre, That's following your dreams and passion. Yeah, Agua. Hey, guys. Good morning, everyone. So what... All right, so let's get into it. Let's get into it. Off to you. You go, Burge. Yeah, so this this show is going to really help people who are in similar position to Billy who are wanting to get into real estate, but they're making that decision. Do I do a, a trade? Do I drop out of uni? Do I not go to uni? And what are some questions that do come up? And I don't think there's any question too silly. Um, as Andrea says, follow your dreams and passions. So sometimes they're basic questions or they're quite technical, but it's good to have that, that conversation. And not, not every 16, 18 year old has access to a real estate agent to ask the questions. We always, we always tell people like, talk to people who are doing what you want to do. Like, if they're a pro athlete, if they're a lawyer, like follow what they've done. But 
it's not always as easy as said. It's not, yeah, it's not as easy as do as say, said. So Billy, how can we help? What questions? Well, um, for someone that's straight out of school with big aspirations, um, wants to get into sales, I think a lot of the industry, it's, um, well, a lot of the guys coming into the office are set, like want to get into sales. Um, whether that's made for them um, is yet to be determined, but do you think age hinders uh, someone's ability to, to be successful in sales straight out of school? Do you think age comes into effect when you're talking to owners, uh, being able to close deals, those sort of things? Just a young face, do you think that puts people off? Mark, you going to go first? I got in it. At your age, Billy, as soon as I left school, so I was 17, and I was uh, number one in the country out of 700 sales reps um, when I was about 19, 20. Um, I would say the there's a couple of things to it. There's you've got to have you've got to have uh, presence um, because people are trusting you to negotiate the most valuable thing the most valuable thing they own. They're trusting you to have experience, um, which doesn't mean years, it means technical experience, which, you know, you can learn, if you're a genius, you can learn how to to play the bloody piano in a very short time just because you're a genius. So that doesn't mean you have to sit at the piano for 15 years. Um, So to answer your question, I would say no, age doesn't matter. But those traits um, that people need to employ an absolute professional to sell their biggest asset they have uh, are very, very important. So if one can learn those traits, experience in the industry, experience, uh, life experience, um, and be able to... uh, to hold hold a, a, a quite a, a really nice level-headed conversation with people all ages. Uh, there's no reason why you can't do that at 17, 18, 19 uh, is my answer. Yeah, and I would agree. It's not necessarily the age. It's the experience and knowledge of within the industry. And obviously, a lot of the time, age and experience sort of goes together because you finish your schooling, you start at 20. Let's just say it's two years of grunt grunt work and knowledge and experience and technical stuff you need to know before a buyer or a seller feels comfortable with you. So a lot of people bring it up to because they'll finish school or whatever they're doing at 18, 19. They do their two or three years and then they just see a lot of people getting into sales at, say, 21 or 23 and think that's where you've got to be. But it's not necessarily the age of the person. It's just that core knowledge around it but if you're if you do that at 14 15 let's say you're working part-time in the industry from 14 and you finish once you finish school at 18 you sort of know the ins and the outs you just didn't have the the time then you'd be starting on a running start so i think it's more that technical stuff especially because at the end of the day i get potentially when se- someone listing a house with you there could be some res- reservations but not necessarily with the buyer like if a buyer wants the property if you know all the answers and can get the answers for them, a lot of the time they're going to look past your age and be more impressed with the the answers you give them and the service you give. Like they're not buying you, they're buying the property and how you make them feel is more important than how old you are. And when listing a property, 
Uh, that's why you you normally start with or you associate with an older agent just to counteract that. So I think it's time in the it, it's that ten thousand hours. Now, if you start your like that saying, Mark, you become a professional, you got to do ten thousand hours. If you start them when you're ten and you're ready to go by eighteen, or you start them when you're twenty-four, is you've just got to. Being in sales is the end goal. People think it's the starting point. Being at uh, uh, being at reception, being a property manager, doing leasing, all is before it. People just want to start in sales. When it's not really the case, most of the time. That's it. Billy, Billy what else you got? Um, so I was speaking to Mark a little while ago about this, but when you got into sales, everyone's, uh, you know, you're buzzing. You make your first sale, and then. 20 years down the track, you're still chipping away. Um, Mark, last year you closed the biggest deal on the beaches. Now, does that changing, uh, does that feeling change over your over your career? What's that? What, so the last bit? What, you still does getting it, does the feeling change? Does that, yeah. does that uh, closing the deal? Does that feeling change? Nah. Yeah. It doesn't change. It doesn't. It's um. It is. It's as um, it's as it's as uh, it's as sweet as uh, difficult as uh, it's 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 all the same. It's it's all you know, but it's I, I think you lose you do lose um, you do lose empathy um, mm. when you're when you're that transactional, um, which I try to ring, which I try to. Um, which I really, really try to bring bring into what I do, because I think uh, agents become a little bit insensitive um, after, after a while. I think it's the only, it's one of the only industries. Someone told me a quote the other day. It's one of the, <laughs> it's one of the only industries where you can be the best in your field um, and and not. Uh, how do they say it? I'll, let me get that quote. I'll get back to you on that quote, guys, because yeah. it's a it was it was really well put. Where it's one of the only industries where you can have a shitload of experience and actually not do deals. So it's yeah. uh, because there's that empathy side to it. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, and it'd be like someone who plays professional rugby. If you're not getting excited about scoring a try, then you're probably your time's sort of up. But you're 100 right there. Where that experience agent does fall away is that emotional journey up until the sale up until like yeah that's the the hunt the the excitement of the when you hear about and contracts being exchanged it doesn't matter if the deal's worth a hundred thousand dollars or 20 million it, it's still it's still there huge um, how do you, for an agent starting out, how do you put a, a good timeline or a good measure on someone's progress working towards an end goal? Because uh, we all talk about starting, you know, with the basics at reception and leasing things that you necessarily might not um, want to do for the rest of your real estate career. But how do you make a good measure of of uh, working towards that end goal? Those initial two years. Well, I think it's, you've got to try not to measure it. It's hard because you've just got to follow the process. It'd be like starting a gym routine and you're doing training for your first couple of months, but you're not seeing much results. You're like, it's not working because I think you always have that battle as a real estate agent. You could work your hardest that month and have no sales, 
but then in two months time everything falls into place so you've just got to stick to the process if it's doing um 500 drops a thousand calls or whatever it is you've got to stick with it and be consistent and not sort of judge it day to day week to week and the process there you know if you've been busy um obviously you can a- analyze if deals there's a difference between uh, a deal falling apart because you may have I don't know, messed up the negotiations and you could have improved it better rather than just not being at the deal yet and just creating the movement around it. So it's sort of best not to, you, you, you know if you're doing the work basically, but not to measure it on sales if you're doing sales in that beginning bit. But that's why I always like it's always good to start off with the lower hanging fruit, leasing deals, negotiating tenants, and you know if you're improving on that negotiation skill there. What do you reckon, Mark? Can you ask that question again? When you um, when we talk about getting those first ten thousand hours in and that timeline of working towards an end goal, which um, for most people in the office or industry seems to be sales. Everyone wants to do sales. How do you measure um, whether you're on a, on a good path to reach sales in those, in those first two years? Uh, I think it's probably um, reinforcing what Michael just said, um, but I'll put it in another way. It's all about patterns, um, and we all, we all run in our lives patterns. Uh, we build this fabric of patterns and everyone's fabric is different. Now, the, when, you're, when, you're in, when you're selling or what you're doing, if you are building productive, good, healthy, fun patterns into your life and, and, and cementing them in to your f- fabric of your life and continuing to find uh, other patterns, more patterns, bettering your patterns. Um, that would probably been the most I've seen with, through most real estate agents where they've got the craziness uh, to be creative and come up with, with something that, that, that is good and productive, but they've got the boringness of being consistent enough to ramp that out. Allow me to give you an example. Jordan was, was with our office um, for about six, seven years, top guy, and we just got into sales. I was, he's like, what do I do? What do I do? I said, mate, you got to do a 1,000 letterbox drops before you set foot into the office every day, every day, every day. I said, you do that with your name out there, just listed this, just sold that, just listed this. I said, that's about 20,000, 25,000 a month you're going to be getting out. You do that, your career is going to go next level. He did it. He did the most unbelievable numbers and grew, but that was part of his pattern. That was part of his fabric of what he was doing. Now, what happens with with people is is sometimes you move on to another another pattern. So you you forget about those things that actually made you great. You stop doing them just because you're busy. Yeah, because like, especially with letterbox drops, you can't expect to drop te- a thousand in and get a call. You may have to drop that one house four times, so you're realistically doing a hundred thousand for that call. So you start it in January and you start quantifying results 
in December, but you've got to do something for 12 months without any reward. And that's basically what sales is like. What's next, Bill? We're only, we're only done two or three. It's been 15. How, how quickly, when you've got a new guy coming into the office, can you tell if they're going to be a top sales rep? <laughs> Leave this to you, <laughs> How long will it take? And what do, you, what, do you, what do you notice as well? I, think- uh, I would say one week, one week, say, if you had A team, B team, C team, and D team, and uh, call it uh, talk, call that call that skill level, acumen, you know all that stuff. Um, I would say to know whether these guys are going to make it from the D team to the C team, uh, if they're going to make it, uh, I, I will, we would know within a week. Well, yeah. Um, whether they progress <laughs> to go from all that. Yeah, and then to get from even C, let's just say B is actually doing deals consistently. It's nothing to do with yeah, the good skills. Call. It's the consistency no. which could take 12 months. So you could tick all the boxes of a potential A, and then three months later you're not even in the industry because you couldn't do seven days a week work. So it's time is you can't the biggest back it up. You can't back it up. It's, it's not about having a perfect, up, you know. a perfect week, a perfect phone call. It's the, it's the consistency. You'd rather someone who looks so, like a C, a C, but they're here for two years and they do a lot more sales in the long run than the guy who looked like a neighbor and did it well for a month. Well, they may be, yeah, that's right. They may be uh, super consistent, Mr. Consistent, but they may be a slow learner. Yeah. Um, and it's, it'll, it'll just take longer or, or it could be the opposite, you know? So, so you know, to run someone, have it, to come in as a D, a D skill level, um, to make it to a, 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 a C skill level, I would say we, we would know during a month. So a, we, a week, we would know whether they're staying. A month to get to a C, and I think probably six to twelve months to get to a B. And uh, and an A team member, you would sort of identify within uh, within the first year or two. Yeah, think of it like jujitsu belts. You've got the technical side, but a big part of it is consistency over time you could be the best white belt but you don't get the blue belt because you're on one month off one month on like it, it doesn't work next question bill do a couple more um when you looking back on your career you like this michael yes yeah, yeah well, looking back on your career if there's one thing that's made you more money than anything else and you could tell that person that young 18 year old at the start what would it be Michael? Yeah, marketing and consistency. Market yourself? Yeah, market yourself because no one else will. So you've got to put your own content out. You've got to phone your own ways and, and find what you enjoy doing. That's the biggest thing. Don't If you don't like it, there's certain things you've got to do just to get it up and running. You've got to, have, you've got to get calls out. Some people don't like door knocking. I hated door knocking, so I, I never did it once I realized I didn't. But then you make up for it with letterbox drop. Bing letters, billboards, and phone calls. Like, find the couple you the couple of things you like to do, and you've just got to be really consistent. And don't just take the in the box thinking. Like, that's where the the billboards came from as well. With off the back of Mark's advice, it was sort of the way I thought as well. Just because you don't have a property there, look at something different. So, market yourself. Otherwise, no one's going to know you, especially your first 
little while marketing and pay for it yourself put it on a credit card this i always thought of this and it's when you look at the amount of money an agent can earn and you look at say someone who opens up a coffee shop someone up someone who opens up a coffee shop goes into 50 grand debt 100 grand debt before they make a dollar in real estate you're starting off on a clean slot a clean slate actually you're getting paid actually your employers is negative because of you and put money in your own pocket go get a credit card go get a loan it's a lot cheaper than opening up a business and go market yourself but that'll be the biggest thing and the thing is no one will do it if mark think about starting day one go getting it like people will start their own business and get a personal loan of 20 30 grand yeah mate, I, i'm completely with you it's like a great no way to look new, at it imagine being new in the industry yep. and you get 30 grand behind you you've only got to pay off maybe 200 a week like your wage especially will start it but you're backing yourself and if you can't do that for yourself who would list their property with you who who would employ you and i know i did it we mark you me personally but you only sort of like we did it together if you saw me investing in me you would invest in results like i got, i think any agent is very ignorant to think an employer is just going to be like here's everything put, my, put your money where the mouth is clients will know as well it just doesn't it just doesn't happen and now if anyone's got any questions throw them at us uh tony said uh thanks uh thank you for sharing michael mark sharing your wealth of experience certainly had a few things from bill asking the right questions and uh Gawi says, uh, yes, thanks for your time and sharing the information. Um, is there, if guys, if you've got any any questions for Billy uh, or us, ask them right now. We are a live show. Uh, Billy, uh, any other questions or did you want me to ask answer that previous question or have you got any more questions? Um, no, I think, you've, I think you've covered it. Um, it's, yeah. I, was that an invitation to get back on for next time, Mark? If there's some questions. <laughs> Good. Mark. Mark is, is Billy. Billy's Billy's going into the kill live on a live show. Uh, mate, we'd love to have you back. We're, we're, we're going to see. We'll, we'll ask the audience. It doesn't matter what we think. You ask the audience if you buy a request if they want Billy back. Billy's coming back. Yeah, but mate, you did a great job. You did a great yeah. job with the questions. Billy's going to get all his mates to go on and, and ask Billy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bring Billy back. <laughs> Bring Billy back. Bring Billy back. But, uh, right, mate. mate, thank you very, very much. Thank you. And, uh, quick one. And, what about, um, well, here's one. What about quick one entering the age, industry, mature age? Lisa Novak's a perfect example. Mature, uh, mature age. <laughs> mature age. Hey, I love that. Yeah. How do you uh, got a question? How do you get into the real estate industry as a new beginner? Perfect. There's a more a uh, Tony quick one. Yeah. So that was Tony. Well, we can answer them on an, on another show. We'll go through them tomorrow. Let's go through some of those tomorrow. We uh, we may need to bring Billy back by the sounds of it, by some of these, even more of these questions that have been generated. But, um, guys, have a great day. It is Monday. It is going to be a beautiful week. Enjoy, and uh, we'll speak soon, and I'm just going to hit the outro. See you, guys. See ya. Thank you. Thanks, Billy. Cheers, Mark.